What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, DeAndre Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality and own the fact that I am an infinite, energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and an amazing week as you guys listen to this episode. So I am so excited to record this one. Excuse me, y'all, if my voice or like words sound a little bit weird. I'm wearing my retainer right now because, girl, listen, I pay way too much for them braces to get my teeth straight for me to be sitting here not wearing this retainer, okay? And I'm really good about wearing it, but I didn't wear it that much last night. So, you know, it's in right now. So if I got a little bit of a lisp, just excuse it for this episode. I promise it shouldn't be that bad, but just want to give you all the disclaimer. But I am so excited for this episode. I was actually on the couch. It's currently Saturday. I love to set the scene for you guys. I feel like it's been a minute since I fully set the scene. But it's currently Saturday. It's a beautiful day in October. I'm actually looking outside the window right now and it's completely sunny. Just a few clouds in the sky. Um, And I am just really, really in a great mood. I actually just spent the last couple of hours on the couch. I was doing some work and then I ended up kind of like taking a pause, being like, you know what? It's Saturday. I kind of want to enjoy my day today and not feel like I have to work all day. And so I ended up turning on The Bachelorette and I am not like a, what do you guys call like The Bachelor? fans bachelorette nation i'm not like a huge part of bachelorette nation or bachelor nation but i have watched a couple of the seasons in the past not fully fully to the end but most of um i think it was like rachel season i watched her season and there was another season that i watched but either way i was like trying to find something to watch i've been watching girlfriend's guide to divorce which is so good highly recommend as a show on netflix if you guys are looking for a new show to binge i think it has i want to say like eight seasons or something like that i I think so because i'm on season five and i think i have a few more seasons to go but 
I was looking for something different because I'm like, okay, I have been watching Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce for literally a good month now. I need to switch it up. And I saw Bachelorette was on there. So I was like, you know what? Let me dive into this little Bachelor tea real quick and see what's good with this. So I was just watching that and... I don't know what it was. I was thinking about sort of the podcast and thinking about next episodes and upcoming content. And I just felt really called to sit down, come in here, put, like plug the mic and turn the computer on, do all the things and sit down and record and chat with you guys. So as I said in the last episode, if you guys did not listen to that episode, I'm really, I feel like my content is evolving. And I want to kind of dive into that a little bit more because I did touch on it in the last episode. But in order to, I guess, explain this a little bit more, I want to kind of tell you guys about this video I was watching this morning on YouTube. So one of my favorite YouTubers, Aaliyah Space, if you guys watch her on YouTube, y'all already know she's hip. She's like, she's so dope. She was sort of detailing what she calls her rags to riches story. I think her video was literally called um, how I glue up my rags to riches story. And she was talking about just sort of like where she, you know, grew up her childhood, everything like that to how she became the successful influencer YouTuber that she is a content creator. Right. And she talks about, you know, going through these periods in her life where she was making these really bad decisions. She was sort of like, um, in a place where, you know, she was like really broke for a second. She fell out with her family, well, with her father. She wasn't talking to him for a while. And she sort of just like details her whole story about how she started YouTube, why she started YouTube, what kept her going and sort of how she never imagined where she would be today with her content. Like she has this massive platform and she's, what I love about her is she has this platform, but she's so humble. She's so down to earth. She's like, every time I watch your content, it's like, you just sit in and chat with your girl. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't feel any type of way. You don't feel like, okay, just cause she got these Chanel bags, these Dior bags, like she's somehow, you know, on this different level that's not accessible to you. And I don't like when I watch content creators that sort of, you know, maybe unconsciously or unconsciously make you feel as if they are above and beyond what you could ever be. And she never makes you feel like that. So I was watching this um this video of hers where she's talking about her story. And one of the things that she said that I really felt was she talked about how as a content creator, she's like, there's this evolution, right? Because we're all human beings. And especially when you're a content creator, sometimes someone comes across your content, they're watching you for a couple of years, they're listening to you, whatever it is, subscribe to you for a couple of years, and they get so used to the person that you are in that moment when they find you. And as you continue to evolve and you continue to grow, sometimes you have people that really struggle to, I guess, like keep, not even keep up with, but they struggle to understand that evolution and growth. They struggle to follow that because to them, it may seem like, oh, like you changing up, like you switching up. Like when I found you, you was like this, blah, blah, blah. And she was sort of saying like, you know, we're not characters. We're not stuck in our ways as human beings. We are meant to evolve. We are meant to grow. We are meant to outgrow certain things and grow into certain things that maybe years ago we never thought we would like. Like I was literally telling um, Sadu yesterday, I was like, I had green beans for the first time yesterday. That's so random, but I had green beans and I was like, never in a million years would I have thought I would be the adult that like ate green beans with salmon for dinner. <laughs> like I just, I mean, you know, growing up, I was like, nah, to the green beans, not nah, to the Brussels sprouts, but here I am making them for during these days. So, you know, the evolution, the growth, we love to see it. But basically touching on, you know, 
like let's hold on to that tangent with Aaliyah's face and touching on bringing it back to and circling back to what I was talking about in my last episode with you know just like my content and how I feel like I've been wanting to just try new things on the podcast and try new ways of sitting down and chatting with you guys because sometimes it is very I feel like sometimes I place this pressure on myself, especially as an Enneagram 3. If y'all are not hip to the Enneagram, I highly recommend you look into it. It's like Myers-Briggs. It's like human design. Um, Closer to Myers-Briggs than human design, but it's like a really dope way to kind of like assess your personality. Like it's another one of those personality tests and I think it offers a lot of insight into things. But as an Enneagram 3, I'm all about like this achievement and this success and these goals. And, um, you know, that's where some of my perfectionist behavior can stem from, I believe. But as this person, person who identifies with a lot of those traits, I feel like I just want to come on here and deliver this content that you guys really love. But at the same time, there's part of me that wants to explore, you know, new types of content, explore new ways of sharing stories. And I'm not always motivated. I'm not always this person that wants to come on here and, you know, like be like, okay, like I'm gonna put some pep in your step. Cause girl, sometimes I'm trying to put some pep in my own step. Okay. And sometimes I'm like, girl, I really don't know what to tell you. Cause I'm struggling over here too. And I think that's what makes me like, I love my podcast for that reason because of the fact that I feel like it's so relatable because I'm literally sitting here like listen sometimes I be struggling sometimes I don't know what's going on but you know we're gonna figure it out together baby like that's what we're gonna do is we're gonna figure it out together so just really again wanting to touch on that piece from the last episode and kind of explain to you guys is moving forward some of these episodes are gonna be a little bit more lifestyle but still you know maintaining that spiritual content that we know and love because I think at the end of the day I love talking about manifestation. I love talking about how you guys can create your best life, your dream life, how you can manifest everything that you want. But around the topic of manifestation, I do believe that there are a lot of like, like actual everyday practices that I would love to touch on and speak about that really relate to how you can manifest your best life. So in the last episode, I was talking about freelancing and giving guys tips on freelancing because for some of you guys, you want to be a freelancer. For some of you guys, like creating your dream career means becoming a freelancer. It means becoming someone who does freelance work for a living full time. And if I can offer tips around that, then you know, it's not specifically manifestation or specifically spirituality content, but for some of you listening, it is exactly what you need to hear in order to help you manifest your best life. You feel me? You feel me? So I, oh my gosh. So this is going to be like more of like a catch up episode. I have a couple different topics I want to talk to you guys about today. And one of them, one of them I, I want to touch on is knowing your worth. And I have a story to share with you guys that actually is related to client work. This is actually something that I posted in a Facebook group that I'm in that I was sort of like reminding the ladies in there of because I have been working with a specific client and this client has sort of um, been a client where we entered into our relationship in a different way because uh, at first they were on a different platform that they had found me through and we ended up sort of trying to negotiate the rate. They weren't able to afford my services. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, you know, water this down, water down my rates. And we ended up kind of 
parting ways, uh, pausing all conversation there. They ended up circling back a few weeks later to be like, you know what, we really want to work with you. And I ended up giving them sort of what I call this custom package because I did understand that they at the time couldn't afford what I was charging for my services, but I still really wanted to help. And I think, you know, this is like another sort of freelancer tip. I think when you're working as a freelancer, when you're working for yourself and you have the power and authority to charge and command your rates, it can be really hard at the beginning to, to say what your prices are and stick to them. Especially when it's at the very beginning and you feel like, okay, well, I need money or I want to, um, I, I need to be able to take on clients at the beginning to get that experience, to get those testimonials, to get more clients. And so it becomes this thing where at the beginning, it's very easy to not stand in your worth. It's very easy to lower your rates when you feel, you know, uncomfortable lowering them for the sake of landing a client. And so I offered them this custom package again, partly because I'm like, you know what, I really want to work with you. I really want to help you. And partly because I was like, you know what, like having this specific amount coming in from this client is going to be helpful for helpful to me. Right. And so it's sort of the two way street in that way. And I remember at the beginning of this relationship, we're going back and forth, those negotiations of like, okay, this is the retainer price. This is how much it's going to be. We can sort of make it a biweekly payment for you so that you don't have to pay this sum every single month, but it's split into two payments every month. I remember feeling like I was bending over backwards for this client and it didn't feel good. Like it didn't feel like I was doing this out of, you know, wanting to help them anymore. It felt like I was now stepping out of my worth. I was now doing something that was no longer in integrity with myself because I felt fear around money. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I need to make sure this client says yes. So let me do everything I can. And that was sort of this red flag, right? But I didn't listen to it. I had this intuitive nudge telling me, you know what, you're you're not standing in your worth and your integrity right now. And it's not okay. But I sort of pushed that feeling aside and I went forward with the relationship. So continuing on um, a few weeks into it, there were a couple more red flags that popped up and things just started to really just not be aligned. I had issues with the client communication. I had issues with the client basically um, trying to suggest I'm forgetting the word right now what is that word that basically means like you're trying to like suggest but it's like a bad a bad way what is that word it starts with an I you guys don't know what I'm trying to say but I had the client basically trying to suggest that the work that I was doing was not great I had the client basically trying to say you know what let's change things up and one of the things that again if you guys know I do social media like strategy consulting all that good stuff with social media with anything, with anything, let's pause right there, with anything in life, it is that consistency that is going to enable you to see results. You cannot just all of a sudden wake up one day, decide to change your diet one day, decide to um, decide to start a business one day, decide to Im implement some sort of content strategy one day and expect results the next day. Because at this point, now you feel entitled to results because of what? Right. You haven't put in any work. You you haven't truly committed yourself to the process. You haven't truly committed yourself to the consistency. So to sit there and demand and, and try to, you know, like say that you insinuate, that's the word <laughs> it just came to me to try to like insinuate or suggest that you are somehow 
like deserving of any sort of results when you haven't put in the work, like it's really, really disrespectful to those who have put in that work. It's disrespectful to the process, right? It's disrespectful to the process of consistency. It's disrespectful to perseverance itself. And so we had a couple of issues with this client where, you know, they were initially expecting results that were frankly just ridiculous based on the timeline. Um, we hadn't been working together for that long and the results that were expected were a little bit out of the, the scope, essentially. It was just not, it was just basically, like without putting everything out there, it was just, things were not, um, the communication was off and the expectations were definitely not aligned even after several conversations about what expectations could and should be based on what we were doing, based on the limited scope of the work because of the limited budget. And so I essentially made this decision that, you know what, I'm not going to stand in a place of fear. I'm not going to stand in a place out of integrity, out of my worth and continue to work with this client when it's literally causing me so much stress. It's literally uh, something where I am putting so much time and energy that I don't need to be putting into this because it's not returning me the same uh, like energetic exchange. Essentially, I'm giving more energy to the situation, giving more energy to this specific relationship and not receiving an equal amount of energy, AKA money in return for what I'm doing. And so that's kind of, you know, I, I think like right now, especially in this time, I found that a lot of my friends, a lot of the people that I know associates with um, freelancing businesses or who are entrepreneurs who have been really facing a lot of different ups and downs like that we've never seen before in this specific time period with COVID. It's sort of like when situations like this arise, it's almost like we want to continue to not stand in our worth because we're so afraid of what lies on the other side. Okay, if you say no to this client, if you cut this relationship off, if you end this thing that's literally causing you stress, like what what happens when you don't have that money coming in, especially in a time where, again, things are so, things don't feel as steady. Things feel very like up in the air. And I think, you know, I just have to remind myself that like, no matter what I want to stand in my worth. And I think we're rewarded when we stand in our worth and we're rewarded when we ask for what we know we deserve. And so just a general reminder to any of you guys out there, I don't know if any of you happen to be freelancers and maybe going through a similar situation where you're working with a client where the return is just not worth it for you, right? You know, there are a couple of different ways to deal with things like that, right? Whether it's sitting down and having a conversation with that client, whether it's saying, you know, I'm raising my rates because I am working more and getting paid less for this situation, whatever, you know, decision feels right to you and that you come to that allows you to feel as if you're standing in integrity with yourself. I think that's the decision that you have to make. And for me, it was a decision of, I don't believe that after our term ends, we have um, a specific term for the contract. After that, I don't believe I'll be working with that client anymore because at this point, it's not even about the money anymore. And I think once you get to a certain place where you start to really value your your sanity, right? You start to value your sanity more than the money. It's like, okay, yes, money is a very valuable resource. It is very necessary. It's needed to experience certain things, to buy certain things, to invest in certain things, right? At the same time, 
your sandy, your level, like your actual energy is such a, a valuable thing as well. Your time is valuable as well. And when you don't have enough of that to give to the things that you want to give to, because you're giving to a situation, a relationship uh, that is not serving you in the way that you believe it should be in the way that you believe you deserve it to serve you. I think that's when you have to kind of consider, okay, do I pull the plug on that specific relationship, that specific thing? So I can reallocate my time towards the things that are actually going to make me uh, feel like I'm standing again in my integrity and my worth. And again, I think when it comes to resource of money, I am no stranger to understanding and seeing that the universe will open doors for you, will place you in front of doors that when you open them, you are able to see that there's so much available to you, that there are so many resources, so many ways for you to make money, so many ways for you to have enough, to have more than enough when you just believe in yourself enough to cut off the situations that are draining you. So just a reminder again to anyone out there who is sort of maybe going through a similar situation, again, doesn't have to be with like a client or anything like that could be maybe with an actual relationship, a friendship. Um, you know, maybe it's an actual job where you're just feeling very drained by the actual circumstance and it's not, it's not giving you what you're giving it. And I'm not a, I'm not a fan of those like one-sided or like very uneven energetic exchanges, especially if it's not something that you, you really want to invest that much time in for not the right amount of return, right? So uh, switching gears a little bit, but still kind of staying on a similar topic. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys. I may have mentioned it in the last episode, but I got on this podcast interview the other day and I was so excited. Um, it was with these two amazing ladies, if you guys are listening. And also, I hope you guys are not hearing all the noise outside. It's such a, such a wild... Um, a wild ride outside right now. But um, amazing ladies, Kylie and Eva, um, they have a podcast called Hello Universe, which I'm going to be on one of their episodes. And I'm also working in, in the in the chats, in the chats with them. We're in conversations. We're in cahoots <laughs> to have them come on an episode of Manifest Daily, um, hopefully either end of this year or 2021, early 2021. When it's how all good stuff, spirituality, and you know, you know the stuff, you guys. Whenever I have guests on, like I feel like you guys love the guests, and you guys will absolutely love these two ladies. They're amazing. Um, but one of the things that we were talking about at the very start of the episode, so this was before we even like started to record, we were just kind of chatting about like podcasts, podcast growth, um, blog growth, things like that. So I am again, I'm very much like. I love mixing the actual strategy, like the actual grounded, tangible, like marketing strategy stuff with the, you know, the understanding and the knowing um, that you will reap the benefits. Um, you will sort of, you, you will be able to manifest what you want to manifest, right? So it's that balance of the spiritual knowing, the the magic, if you will, with the groundedness of the actual and practical strategies that I implement in my business. And one of the things um, they were asking about and we were sort of chatting about was sort of like this, my podcast growth and sort of Instagram growth and just sort of growth in general. And this is a conversation that I think this episode is going up before this one, but I actually chat with Emma 
who um, used to be known as Evolve with Emma on Instagram. Um, if you guys came to the first Manifest Daily event, you guys met her there as Evolve with Emma, but she's not Alchemist Next Door on Instagram. We had a similar chat uh, in our episode as well, in our conversation about just sort of like growth on social platforms and influence, right? Growth, growth and influencing um, and having a larger audience to influence essentially, right? And so let me, where am I going with this? I feel like my thoughts are so jumbled now, <laughs> but we're going to keep going with this because I feel like I have such a good juicy point and I'm like, girl, you were circling that point, but get to it, baby, get to it. And now that I've gone on this tangent, now I'm like forgetting what I want to say. But essentially, um, one of the things that the ladies and I were talking about on the episode was, again, for them as outsiders sort of looking in, it appeared and I think I've I've had people comment on this as well in like DMs and stuff of like you know um sort of like this idea of like my podcast blowing up or sort of this idea of like like very quick growth which is something that I think if you came in and started like following me or started to listen to the podcast like a couple months ago versus since the beginning of time um, of this time it you know I did have a, a period of of time in the past, like I want to say three or four months where there was like a spike in growth, right? There were a bunch of new people that came into the audience on Instagram that came into the audience on the podcast that I'm so, so grateful for and so thankful for. But one of the things that I always, always like to remind people, um, whenever they ask me questions about the growth and sort of like, how do you grow and how do you, you know, do these things or, or whatever it is, it's, I really, again, bring it back to this consistency and this perseverance and this dedication. I always talk about that one episode of the podcast. Um, I think I might've had one or two episodes back in October of last year or something like that. It's called Perseverance or so, it has Perseverance or Commitment or Dedication in the name. There might be a couple of those episodes, but Around that time, I remember having a conversation with myself where I was like, at the end of the day, I am my lack of commitment and the person that's stopping me from experiencing the growth, that, from experiencing the, the success that I want to experience. And it was a really tough conversation to have with myself because I think when you are in a place where you feel like you're doing so much, like you feel like I'm, I'm doing this, I'm like whatever, you know, doing this means for you and whatever success means for you and whatever your path looks like, right? Um, specifically for me, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm recording these episodes and I'm posting it on Instagram and I'm, I'm like, you know, tr I'm, I'm like doing X, Y, and Z. And I thought I was doing everything that I could. And I was really, really frustrated that I wasn't seeing growth. And another thing that I think I had to remind myself of at the time was that, like I said to you guys earlier, oftentimes when we come into this conversation with ourselves about how much we're doing and how much we don't have what we believe we deserve, it sort of presents this energy of like, you know, of like, I... I am supposed to have this, right? Like I, like it's a mistake that I don't have this yet. Why don't I have this success? And oftentimes when we believe that we're doing every single thing that we can, that's usually not the truth. 
right? There are usually so many other things you could be doing. There are so many other things you could have tried. Maybe it's just not the time yet, right? Because divine timing does have a play and maybe it's just not the time for you yet. Maybe every single thing that you're doing and every single time you fall down and every single time you fall down, you get back up and you keep going, you're like, why, why, why haven't I gotten to this place yet? Maybe all those times you fell down and you got back up, that was a lesson for you in your perseverance. I remember having that conversation with myself and realizing that one of the things that I'm so proud of with my personality and with the way I approach life is that I'm very, very, very much perseverant. I'm that person where like, I will struggle like over and over and over again, but I allow myself to struggle over and over and over again because once I have this idea of what I want in my head, nothing nothing is going to make me let go of that idea. I will think about it. I will ruminate on it. I will know that it will be mine. And every single time that I fall down, I'm like, you know what? It's just a lesson, baby. It's just a lesson. I'm gonna get back up. I'm gonna go harder. I'm gonna do different. I'm gonna do this different. I'm gonna do that different. Right. And I feel like when I look at the podcast and when I look at the Instagram, Oh, God, I hope I'm not getting emotional again. But when I look at the podcast and when I look at the Instagram and I look at this journey, there are times when I have had these really just like not great conversations with myself where I have really put myself down, to be honest with you, without for, for lack of a better way of putting it. Like I have been really mean to myself about it in this conversation and been like, okay, well, you know, so-and-so started their page and they, they have like half as many posts as me, but they already have like 10,000 followers. And they, they have this like six figure business and they're doing this and they're doing that. And then, and they're, they're only 23 years old. (laughs) Like it's just, it'll be these conversations where sometimes it's like the pity party game that we play, right? You look at someone else, you compare what you're doing to what someone else is doing that may be in a similar place that you want to be in. And you're like, why are they having all these things? Why are they getting these results? And I'm just not getting there. And it becomes this thing where, you know, it can go one of two ways and go the way of like, now you're jealous of that person, right? Or it can go the way where now you just feel like shit about yourself. And now you're just in this place where you've talked yourself down so much that you don't even want to get up and keep going or keep trying because it feels pointless. And I've had moments like that with myself where it's been like just really looking at my growth and being like, it's so slow. It's so slow. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Right. Or what am I not doing? And oftentimes when I have that conversation with myself and I really, truly get honest with myself, I realize two things. Right. I realize one that I'm not doing everything that I could be doing. I'm not doing everything that I could be doing. And that sometimes even I looking at my content, I'm like, I can up the quality even more. I can up this even more. I'm really playing it safe, right? I can I can take it to that next level. I need to work on my craft because that's the only way I can take it to the next level is to keep going, is to keep recording, is to keep posting, is to keep doing stuff because that's the only way you grow. And the other thing too that comes out of this conversation is sort of realizing, and I've said this to you guys before, but realizing that if you were to have 
if all of a sudden you were supposed to wake up tomorrow, right, and you were to wake up to a world where you had the massive success that you wanted, like all the thing that you just be dreaming about, right, the thing that you see X, Y, and Z on Instagram having that you're like, yo, like, why can't that be me? If you were to wake up tomorrow and have that, it's like, could you in this moment handle that? And oftentimes when I really sit and ask myself that question, I'd be like, you know what? I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready. And that's when I realized that all this growth, the slow growth, the slow movement, the slow numbers, the slow X, Y, and Z is really what I need on my journey. For some people, they go from zero to 100 overnight, seemingly quote unquote overnight, right? Maybe they're working really hard behind the scenes for years. We don't see it, whatever. They blow up overnight. A video goes viral, a thing goes viral, whatever, right? And for that person, maybe them blowing up overnight is part of their lesson. Maybe there is something there for them because maybe for them, it's this, it's the the being pushed out of their comfort zone so fast and so hard that forces them to grow into the person that they're meant to be on this earth, right? And so that's their journey. Maybe for you and I, it's the slower growth. It's the waking up every day and wondering, have we moved? Okay, we've moved like a little inch. Okay, that's an inch farther than we were yesterday. Okay, what happened today? Did, we, did something happen? Is there a win we can celebrate? There is a win we can celebrate. Okay, perfect. So like, it's sort of like looking at it from that perspective. Um, some people's journeys are different, right? There, there are those people that sort of seem to experience the overnight growth, the overnight success. And like I said, it can be hard when you begin to compare yourself to those people, but you're not those people and your journey is not their journey. And I know it's like, you know, sometimes you hear it and you want to roll your eyes because sometimes I tell to myself too and I'm like, because I know, because I know. It's not like I don't know this. It's not like you don't know this either. We're both hip to the fact that, you know, we all have our unique journeys. We're all hip to the fact that consistency, perseverance, dedication, commitment, my favorite words, right? We're all hip to the fact that these things are so, so important. But yes, yeah, sometimes we falter and sometimes... We do look at what other people are doing. We do stray from our own lane. Go and listen to the episode Lane Swerve. I talk about comparisonitis. If you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend, okay? Um, and sometimes we swerve out of our lane. Sometimes we sometimes we downplay our own growth. Just because it's not big and fancy like somebody else's doesn't mean that the little, the the quote unquote little growth that you have experienced in, you know, from last week to this this week or from last month to this month or from last year to this year, just because to you, it doesn't seem as big, just because you haven't, you know, bought a house or got married or had the kids or or crossed a certain threshold in numbers and how much you make or saves a certain amount or make a certain amount doesn't mean that your journey is slower or, or less valuable, rather. It doesn't mean that your journey is somehow late than someone else's. You're on time for you. Like you can't, you can't be late to your own party. Okay. You're on time for you. And this is really how your journey is meant to evolve. And I think, you know, again, going back to how this conversation started about when people talk about my growth and stuff like that, it always makes me remember how far I have come. Because oftentimes when I sit in that place and I'm dwelling on like, you know, only X, Y, and Z downloads, well, so-and-so started their podcast and in six months they like, not triple that number. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll have comparisons like that 
But then I'm like, let me mind my business, first of all. <laughs> let me mind my own business. And second of all, too, like, I really got to look at where things started for me. I have to look at the fact that my podcast didn't start off as Manifest Daily and stay as that and grow from that. It started off as DeAndre Nicolette. It switched to Ascend. It switched to, I think I had another name at one point in there, too. And then it became Manifest Daily. So Manifest Daily, as what you guys know and see, and well, I guess you don't see it, but as what you hear it as today as what it currently exists as right now when it's currently evolving constantly evolving and growing into wasn't started but a year ago right because when this podcast started what was it january 2019 i believe that makes sense right um does that make sense i've been getting the year so much it was january okay y'all know date is somewhere in one of these episodes but um that when that was started, like it wasn't what it is now. And so I can't expect, I, I, I feel like I can't look at that place and expect it to have blown up because it wasn't what it was like supposed to be, if that makes sense. And also too, it has grown from that place. And that's all that matters, right? It has grown from that place. Like it literally has grown it's you can see the the evolution reflected in the content you can see the evolution reflected in the guests that i bring on in the conversations that i choose to have with you guys you can see the content reflected or you can see the, the evolution rather reflected in the reviews that are left in the conversations that we have in my dms like that is showcasing that growth and that is that's showcasing so much evolution, so much change, but beautiful and necessary change. And oftentimes when we are stuck in that place of comparing and looking at only the current numbers as a, as some sort of like indication of success or some sort of indication that we should keep going, we're coming at that from a place of ego. Ask yourself, like, do I like to create this content? Do I like to do this thing? Do I do I want to see where this takes me? Do I enjoy this? And go from there, right? Because you should never, like, I feel like I never want to sit in a place again where the numbers of the podcast and this quote-unquote lack of growth makes me want to stop doing something that I enjoy doing. You know what I'm saying? Because that's really when you're allowing, like, your ego to take over and you're, you're just doing something because you're like, okay, well... No one else cares about what I'm doing, so I'm just going to stop. It's like, do you care about what you're doing? Like, do you like what you're doing? Like, okay, if nobody else cares but you do, like, enjoy yourself. Like, you're not living this life for nobody but you right now. So why should you be sitting here focused on whether or not someone else finds your X, Y, and Z valuable? If you find it valuable, that's that's enough right there. That's enough right there. So you guys... Oh, speaking of things that we love to do and doing what we love, um, I have still been making my candles, you guys. I have been loving the candle journey. We love, love, love a good candle journey. Um, if you don't know, if you're not hip, I have an Etsy store. I have an Instagram for the candles too, but I like literally am the worst at posting over there because a lot of my focus when it comes to like Instagram and social media, it's like, I'll do client work. I'll be on there for clients. I'll be on there for manifest daily. And then when it comes to 
all that time on social, like I literally, after doing all that, I can't, I, I just don't have the energy to go onto the soy Instagram um, or even to my agency Instagram and like, you know, do stuff over there. So there's an Instagram, but there is an Etsy store. And the other day I was thinking about my winter candles. So my mom is like the biggest supporter of the candles. She is, she is fabulous. Like, I don't think she listens to these episodes. I think there was one time she tuned into an episode and of course it happened to be like a really sad episode. And then she was like completely panicked about me, but, um, but no, she's been, and she always has been such a huge supporter of whatever I've wanted to do. And it's really funny because it's like, whenever I do something, and then I kind of like get into that ego mind where I'm just like, oh, like no one cares about what I'm doing. I'm just going to stop. Like, it's just, I'm just going to like stop doing it. She's always been like, why? Like, you really like this thing. Like, why would you stop? Like, keep going. She literally always tells me to keep going. And I, you know, one of my regrets is when I had my skincare company and I stopped doing that. I stopped creating stuff for that. Um, that has been a regret of mine, you guys, because I really enjoyed it. And I remember... I remember feeling like it wasn't going to grow because I had so many different limiting beliefs around um, around that brand for many different reasons we're not going to get it into today. Maybe on a different episode, if you guys are interested, I can talk about that. But um, when I told her I was going to stop doing it, she was so sad because she really liked the products and she... She really wanted me to keep going with it and I didn't. And I feel like that's something that I I regret to this day. And that's something that I do feel like I'm going to end up going back to and um, and doing it in, in some way, if, if not the same way, doing it in some other way. Because I do love skincare and I do love making products. And right now the candles are my, my handmade item, my favorite thing to do. And I think I get that from my mom. She's very, very crafty. Like she loves to make things like literally this woman is so creative, so crafty. She's made, she makes masks. And so she's been making us masks for like this whole pandemic. Um, she's gotten so good at making them. And they're like, I have literally, so I have like a mask for every single thing, every single occasion because of her. Um, and then she also makes like wreaths. Like she's making me a Christmas wreath as we speak. And long story short, she's been such a supporter of the candles. And I love it because like we both love candles and I love Bath and Body Works. I love going to Bath and Body Works. I love like just the store. I love how many scents they have. I love just like everything about that store. But one thing with candles is it's not for me about like, I don't want to buy any more Bath and Body Works candles. Like I'll still buy Bath and Body Works candles, even though I can make my own, but it was something that I started to do during quarantine because I'm such a huge fan of like scents and creating like a certain ambiance. Like if you ever come to my home, you will literally, as soon as you walk in, you're going to smell, there's a wallflower plugged in by the front door. So as soon as you open the door, you get a scent. I think right now is, um, I want to say we have pumpkin pecan waffles at the front door. Every single room or every single area in the house is a wallflower. So the front door, like as soon as you walk in, has one. There's one in the bathroom. I think in the bathroom right now, I have um, fresh balsam. In the living room, I think I have another pumpkin one in the living room. It's pumpkin, caramel pumpkin something. In the bedroom, I have cranberry woods. And yeah, so it's like every area of the house is covered with a certain scent because I am so big on scents. Like literally... 
And this has been, this is like a thing too, like scents have help you like recall memories and stuff like that. Like I can smell a certain candle and be like, mm, I can remember like what I was doing on a day that I was like burning this candle. Um, certain scents take me back to certain things. Like if I ever smell mahogany teak wood from Bath and Body, it brings me back to junior year of college. Cause I remember when we first moved in, that was the first wallflower I plugged in. And I had the, that's when I think they had the high, did they have the high intensity? I can't remember if they had the high intensity wallflower, but either way that wallflower was intense, baby. Like it was scenting up that whole room. And you know, the little college dorms are small. So girl, listen, that room was so like scented. That's it smelled like man. It smelled like rugged man. Like it was a good scent. Okay. Mahogany teak would highly recommend. And then if I ever smell um what's the other one if I ever smell marshmallow fireside that brings me back to sophomore year when we had the marshmallow fireside uh wallflower plugged in oh my god it literally like you would walk into our room and it would smell like fire like campfire with the sweetness of the marshmallows just so good and then another one I love is um gingham gingham brings me back to when we went to Canada I wanted to I like purposely brought wallflowers with me and candles for us to burn like every time Sadie and I have taken a trip I brought wallflowers or candles because I know that I recall a lot better when I have a scent associated with the memory so like certain things like gingham is a scent that I used when we were in Canada. So when we would walk into like our bedroom, it would smell like that. And I used to have the gingham candle burning. And so it's like, whenever I smell that, I'm like immediately brought back to that vacation, to those happy times. So scents are so important to me and such a big thing in my life and such a way for me to set the ambiance and set the scene. And so I started to make candles in the beginning of quarantine because it was something that I was like, I want to do this. I want to create this. I I I love like crafting and candles were so fun, especially because I could just play around with the scent. And I ended up like when we moved here and I kind of got my bearings and everything, I actually ended up buying a printer so that I could make my labels here because I used to kind of like have bottlenecks in my um, crafting of the candles just because I was like taking it like it was more like a hobby. And then I opened my Etsy store and I was like, you know what, let me like take it like a little bit more seriously. So I bought a printer, bought labels, all that stuff. And I have just been having so much fun making these. Like as soon as I finish this episode, I actually have to go order more candle wax. I specifically use a coconut soy wax that actually has like no paraffin. It's um, an organic virgin coconut soy wax. So it's like a really like clean burning, really nice wax. And I use wooden wicks in my candles as well. So they're the ones that give you that crackly sound. So if you guys ever like those candles where like it just sounds like a mini fireplace. That's the, those are the wicks that I use when I make my candles. And they're all scented really nicely. So the other day I did some winter ones for the winter collection on Soy. My brand is called Soy, Soy Company. And uh, I'll actually put the Etsy shop in the bio if you guys want to check it out and look at that. I'm going to be adding the winter candles really shortly because I have to do... I have to do like a whole photo shoot and I went to Target yesterday, you guys, and I saw so many cute holiday decor things. But of course, I literally was like, I came to Target for a couple things. I'm only going to get what I came here for. And that was the first time I really stuck to like my Target list and I didn't pick up anything. And I so regret it because now I'm like, wait a second, I actually needed to pick up like a mini Christmas tree or something because I have to do the winter photo shoot and we don't have an actual Christmas tree yet. And I'm like, Okay, well, I can't just keep taking pictures of these candles like on my bed. 
I think with Etsy, one of the things I'm learning, because I'm still like getting into like figuring out how Etsy works really. But one of the things I'm learning is that like more pictures are better. And with each candle, I think I usually have like three pictures. And usually it's like the three positions of me holding the candle around the house. So I'm like, I need to get more props and stuff like that, especially again for the winter one. So I have um, I have a Bassam one. Oh my God, winter Bassam. It smells so good. If you guys love the scent of like Christmas tree, of just like the holidays, like literally it smells like a pine Christmas tree, but like a little sweetness to it. It is so, 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 so good. And y'all, I have to stop myself from like, I basically keep like one candle for myself out of every batch that I make like the scent so that I can like keep for myself. But, oh my God, I kind of want another one of Fresh Bassam. And now I'm like, I'm going to have to like buy it for myself because I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to just be like taking away from my inventory. But Bassam, the Fresh Bassam, I've been burning it since, I want to say like, what was it? September? I think September I made that batch and I've been letting it sit. But I've been burning that one since then. I'm done with that one, almost done at least, because I've been burning it so much. Um... I also, what's another winter scent I made? So I made three winter scents. So Fresh Bassam, I did Mistletoe Kissin. So that one smells like mistletoe. Very similar to the Christmas tree scent, but very like much more like literally like mistletoe, like um, a Christmas wreath, if you will. And then I also have Sweet Gingerbread, I believe. And that one just smells like gingerbread cookies. Like if you are the type of person where you have warm, happy memories of like your grandmother or your mom, or even just you baking gingerbread cookies, filling up the whole house with the smell of gingerbread cookies. You will love this scent. It literally smells like gingerbread cookies. Like I made the batch of candles and I remember like, like it was just, I, I knew it smelled like gingerbread in here, but I left, I took lunchbox out for a walk and then I came back in the, um, in the house and it just, I was like, oh my God, it smells like straight up. Like it smells like I was just baking gingerbread cookies. Like if you walk by, you would have been like, oh girl, what kind of cookies you got in there? What's that recipe? And I would have been like, girl, baby girl, ain't no recipe in here. This is a candle. Okay. It's just like candle. So those are the winter scents. And if you are currently listening to this, may or may not still be available, but I'm going to actually end up putting all of my, um, once I put the winter scents in the shop, I'm a little bit behind, you gotta do that soon because it's almost November. But once I do that, I'm actually gonna put all of the fall scents that I still have a few left of on sale just because I need to clear inventory and get those out. No one is gonna wanna buy a pumpkin caramel candle in like January. I mean, maybe somebody will, but I just wanna clear them out. So pumpkin caramel, amazing, amazing, amazing scent. Literally smells like pumpkin caramel. Um, there's also cranberry vanilla, which I've gotten such rave reviews on that one and creme de la creme, which is a little bit more like chill, smells like creme brulee. And then there's luxe amber, which smells like luxe amber. It's such a hard scent to describe. It literally smells like rich. Uh, I, I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> That's why I named it luxe amber. Cause I'm like, I don't know what to use to describe the scent. I have the notes and everything listed on Etsy, like the scent notes, but it literally smells like a rich person. And it smells like just luxury and like yachts and a cosmopolitan. <laughs> like it just smells so good. But you guys, now that you've heard my like a long ass raving about these candles, um, I just wanted to like mention that because I I've been, I feel like every time I get into my excitement about the candles, there's this part of me that like wants to like stomp on the fun in my life 
that's like, oh my God, why are you spending money on candle supplies? And why are you making candles? Because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you know what? Listen up. <laughs> okay. I like making these candles. These candles make me happy. At the very least, I have gifts to give people for every year, for every season, for every occasion. And they're just so much fun for me to make. Like, I truly, truly, truly enjoy the process. And I I really like the process of, like, taking the pictures and, like, you know, my attempt to learn Etsy, Etsy SEO and all that stuff like that. But, yeah, if you guys are looking for candles and, um, you know, anything like that, any candles, I'm thinking about branching off and testing out making, like, room sprays and or perfumes. I'm leaning more towards actually trying to make, like, perfumes because I am such a perfumeaholic and I've been I re-upped my scentbird subscription and I've been doing scentbird so I can get the little like you know scentbird 30 day supply perfumes or whatever and I'm just like why don't I just make my own perfume and do that <laughs> so I'm that I'm that person I'm like why don't I just make my own perfume so I think I might be adding either perfume or room sprays um like pillow mist and stuff like that in 2021 but stay tuned because honestly I feel like I am juggling so much that sometimes you know soy kind of takes takes more of the slower backseat to everything and and production and creation and and trying new things over there takes a little bit of a backseat. But I did order new fragrances. Um, I am going to be making more candles. And I'm super, super, super excited for all the amazing scents to come. So stay tuned with that, you guys. So one other thing that I wanted to chat with you guys about before we round out this episode. Because I cannot believe I have been talking for almost an hour. That is super insane to me, but I wanted to talk about specific and non-specific manifestors. So again, if you guys listen to Kylie and Eva's episode that's coming out, I think it's coming out like in November on Hello Universe. I dive into this topic a lot more with them, but I just kind of want to touch on it here because I feel like in the spiritual community, you either hear one of two things. You hear people who say like, you need to like write down every single detail of every single thing you want to manifest. And that's the only way you get it. You got to get clear. Because I talk about clarity, right? But I'm going a, I'm to a, just hold that for a second, right? Or you have people who say, feel, feel the emotion. Feel how you feel when you have the thing. Feel that, right? Um, and it's really interesting because sometimes, depending on who you're following and what you're hearing, it may either sound like conflicting messaging to you or it may sound like messaging that's not really aligned with how you prefer to manifest. So basically, in the conversation that I have with Kylie and Eva, we talked about how um, when it comes to clarity, right? When I talk about clarity and getting clear on what you want to manifest, it can look like both of those things. And this all comes down to specifically figuring out whether or not you're a specific or non-specific manifester. I actually have an Instagram post on this. I will actually link that Instagram post below because it has visuals. So I need you guys to actually see what I'm talking about. It requires pulling up your free birth chart, your free human design chart rather, and um, looking at it. And so I'm going to link that that specific Instagram post in the bio of this or in the show notes. I don't know why I said bio. In the show notes of this episode, just so you guys can go look at that post to see, to find out if you're a specific or a non-specific manifester. But long story short, okay, if you are a specific manifester, details are 
beautiful to you. I am a specific manifester. So when I sit here and I'm thinking about what I want, oh girl, like when we were coming to this apartment, like I literally would like visualize like where things would be placed, what color things would be, what color scheme, what type of um, desk I wanted, where I would place my perfumes, where the couch would go. When I thought about the car I wanted, I literally thought about how it would look as I walked up to it and I opened the door and I got inside and I drove away, drove off the lot, like things like that. Like I think of the specific details, right? And as much detail that feels good to me, I don't force the detail. I, I go with the detail that feels good, that feels aligned with me and with the thing I'm manifesting, right? Versus if you are a non-specific manifester, you're someone that focuses on the feelings. You're someone that focuses on, I want to say more so the general idea of what you're manifesting. Instead of saying, I want to manifest, you know, a beautiful um, Mustang GT black red interior. Okay. Got that coupe life to it. You feel me? Instead of saying that you as a non-specific manifester might be like, I want a car that makes me feel confident. I want a car that makes me feel, you know, sporty that I could pull up, you know, whipping that car. And it's like, yo, I feel so good getting out, hopping out. You know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta like valley park everywhere I go. <laughs> like you might, you might think of it that way. Right. Or if you're trying to manifest a home as a specific manifester, you might be like, okay, I want a four bedroom, um, three bath house, two stories, got a basement to it. I want it to be cream or at least be in a neutral color, you know, things like that. And in, in a certain type of neighborhood as a non-specific manifester, you might sit here and you might be like, I want a house that's going to be, you know, cozy. That's going to be big enough for me to, to, to have a family in right? For when I expand my family, for when I grow my family. I want a house that every single time, every day when I come home from work, I am so blessed to come home to. It feels warm. It reminds me of my childhood. So you see how those two things differ, right? So again, the, the specific person is focusing on the details, um, these specific details of looks and smells and, and all those things. Whereas non-specific, you're more so focusing on the idea, the overall arching theme of how this thing will like make you feel. And when you really tap into either one of those, depending on what you find out you are, that's when you can start to like really hone in on the ways that you consciously manifest powerfully. I think the, the issue comes with if you have a non-specific manifester who's sitting here, who has been told over and over and over again that you need to get the details down on paper, and they're sitting here and they're trying to think of details and they can't, they feel blocked. And they're like, why can't I figure out what I want? Because that's not the way that they, that they get clarity the best versus if you have, um, a specific manifester, I do feel feelings sometimes of the things I want to manifest, but a lot of times it starts first with the detail. And so if someone's telling me like, no, focus on the feelings first, I'm like, well, I need to get the detail first to focus on the feelings. And so that's why whenever I talk about clarity, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I talk about both of those things. I talk about doing both of the things. In my scripting ebook, the one that's in my free resource library, if you're not aware, there's a free resource library for Manifest Daily. Um, there are two ebooks in there um, on scripting, full moon and new moon rituals, and there are also mobile vision board templates. They came back. Hello. Get the mobile vision board templates. I will link that down below. So many things are linked down below, you guys. I gotta remember how many links to put in the show notes. Anyways, um, 
I talk about both of these things. I talk about, you know, like the clarity piece about the detail. I talk about the, the feeling, the feelings. And the reason that I do that is because some of you guys may not know how to find out if you're a specific or non-specific non manifester. Some of you guys, if you do know how, because again, I'm gonna link that post in the show notes for you guys, you might not know um, your birth time, right? I, depending on your, like, how, like, depending on your specific situation around your birth, you might not know your birth time. You might not know, maybe you don't even know your birthplace, like certain things you might not know. And sometimes I think, you know, telling people like, oh, just look up your birth chart. That could be kind of privileged because not everyone knows what time they were born exactly. And so the way that I do it is to tell you guys to do both. That way you're sort of knocking out two birds, one stone. And if you are trying both, like say, if you don't know if you're specific or non-specific and you're sitting there and you're doing like, okay, I'm thinking about like my birth, um, or not birth. You're like thinking about like details and you're thinking about the feelings and you find that one of those two things comes a little easier. One of those two things feel more aligned. Lean into that a little bit more, right? If you feel like the details feels fun, more fun, more like lively to you, lean into that a little bit more. If the vagueness, if the feelings, if the emotions are more your bag, lean into that a little bit more, right? And so those are the ways that you can start to intuitively decipher whether you're a specific a non-specific manifestor without specifically looking up your birth chart, your human design birth chart. Yes. Oh, you guys. Oh my God. It's been a minute since we've done a solo episode this long, I feel like, or maybe I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I just look like I'm out of practice. I have no idea, but I, oh, it's 3.33 as we're like wrapping up this episode. We love to see it. Thank you. Thank you for the beautiful angel numbers. Um, but this episode has been amazing. You guys, I truly hope you enjoyed it. I know it was a little bit of a, a different format, I guess, honestly, uh, talking like this and kind of keeping it more casual, but I feel like a lot of my formats are like this where it's very casual and I talk. So I honestly don't think much has changed. I think I just hyped it up in my head and thought that a lot would change with this episode but it really is like a regular episode and we just chilling and we just chatting you feel me so i am literally must add this episode i'm gonna schedule it out i have another episode to go ahead and prep and i am going to go enjoy a little pancake i'm making a chocolate chip pancake well you know what? i think i'm gonna wait a little bit later i'm gonna have a chocolate chip pancake i'm gonna have it with obviously maple syrup um hello and i think Think I have these like veggie sausage links. Like how I'm basically having breakfast or dinner tonight. It's like literally what's happening. Um, I feel like I in my head I wanted to have the pancake with something else, but maybe it was just the veggie sausage links. I don't know. Was I gonna have it with a drink? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I have coffee, but it's not decaf. Anyways, you guys, I'm gonna have a little pancake for dinner. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning into this episode, for being here, for listening to me, for engaging with me, for chatting with me. What is that on my dresser? Oh my God, it looked like a bug for a second. It's not a bug. I don't know what's going on. But you guys, have an amazing day. Uh, leave a review on Apple if you listen on Apple. And if you have not left a review yet, I highly value them. They're amazing. I love reading them. And thank you again so much for being here. I appreciate you very, very much for giving me this time, this energy to tune in and listen to these words. And I will chat with you guys in the very next episode next week. Until then, come find me on Instagram. Let's chat. Let's dive into some stuff over there. And I'll chat with you guys soon. Bye.
Okay, so I know today's episode was juicy. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave a review on iTunes, subscribe to the show, or share Manifest Daily with a friend or on social media. If you do share on social media, don't forget to tag me at the Manifest Daily. And if you want even more of the Manifest Daily spiritual and wellness tea, head over to www.themanifestdaily.com. It's also linked in the show notes where you can learn all about our new membership, take a free tour, or enroll in an annual or month-to-month subscription today. Thank you again for being here i appreciate you and i will chat with you guys in the very next episode bye What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com slash events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0.